Hey everybody, welcome to We Need to Talk About Kevin uh, podcast. Yeah, I'm Ted. I'm Trevor. I haven't, I haven't done the regular intro for so long, I kind of forgot how to do it. Um, Is there anything, anything us, uh, special uh, about this episode, Ted, that you want to mention in the intro? I'm, a, I'm getting, I'm getting okay. to it. Uh, joining us this week, <laughs> champion guest, uh, returning, I don't even know how many times, uh, Valerie. How's it going, Valerie? Hello, hello. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's, it has to be at least four, right, at this point? It has, I think it's, it has I think to it's be, more than yes. That. I don't, I think it, at yeah. the very I think this might be four. number four. Let's see, we did. And also a lot of your episodes are like, twice as long yeah i guess this will be four and five for valerie oh, oh yeah oh uh, yeah little, little teaser there for you <laughs> um this week we watched the movie bottoms up uh starring jason muse and paris hilton with a small role played by uh the man himself kevin smith uh, what do you what do you guys think of this movie? Well, uh, first of all, I'd just like to say that I think, uh, you know, the listener may know that it's almost Valentine's Day. <laughs> and, oh, right. And uh, <laughs> fuck. No, it's OK. Um, <laughs> I forgot that's why we're yeah. doing this. It's right yeah, up my so, screen, uh, too. We, um, we, we're, what we're doing here, uh, I think Ted was just about to explain that this is a very special, very romantic Valerine Tines uh, double episode. <laughs> yes. Valerine Tines Day, day double. double. The, so, uh, you know, bottoms up, this fine romantic comedy <laughs> between Jason Mewes and Paris Hilton <laughs> is what we're talking about here. And then for the set, we have an extra special surprise uh, a Kevin Smith related mm-hmm. surprise for the second episode, which will only be available on the Patreon, and Valerie will be joining us as well because it's Valor can't have Valentine's Day without Valerie. Yeah, exactly. this is so, we're sort of a polycule. Yeah, we Trevor and I are we're fighting all, over Valerie. That's kind we're, of what's we're going all on here we're all because, getting romantic. Yeah. We're all in a in a polycule uh, together uh, for just for this week. <laughs> Just, well, just, just for week. watching these yeah, movies, yeah. these movies, yeah. and this other piece it's of a very, this is a very yeah, uh, intimate like, uh, little affair we've got watching <laughs> watching this uh, v- very romantic movie <laughs> together, oh, talking about it. Yeah. Oh, such a romantic movie. This is this is just like the Carrie Hepburn. Uh, the, the, uh, who's who's Carrie Hepburn? Hepburn? Carrie Grant. <laughs> I was like, I bet Carrie Hepburn's like a sister or something. That also, isn't it, Spen- isn't it Spencer movies. Tracy who she did movies with, not Carrie Grant? I could have sworn she did one she with did Carrie She's together. done movies with Carrie Grant, but I think the her, the famous on-screen coupling was uh, Tracy and Hepburn, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't watch black and white movies, not for me. Carrie Hepburn was a screening of a friend of mine. Oh, That's okay. <laughs> Cary Grant is is hilarious, by the way. He's so he's so good. Yeah, very funny guy. Oh, uh, well, you know, he was also in Charade with Audrey Hepburn, so he's acted opposite uh, all kinds of Hepburns. Wow, (laughs) Jesus! (laughs) Charade. I've I've heard good things about the movie. I I, they mentioned that in one like movies that maybe Charade is great. It's really good. 
Um, nice. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a little bit weird though, because Cary Grant is like uh, fifty years older than fucking Audrey Hepburn <laughs> by the time they made oh, that wow. movie. It's so it's very uh, odd, but a uh, good movie nonetheless. Walter Matthau deliver- nice. has a very fine uh, performance and charade as well. The, the great Walter Matthau of truly one truly one Shout of the greats it feels like podcast, we're avoiding talking about bottoms up <laughs> i don't know if that guy's still alive yeah, we should it sucks dude oh my god it's so bad okay um what did you guys uh, think i don't but, i know yeah, Valerie, why don't you uh, tell us uh, about the movie, movie let's let's hear it yeah okay let's see uh so <laughs> bombs up let's make her work is for a it, yeah. romantic comedy uh starring uh jason muse uh friend of the show person <laughs> we talk about in the show a lot i guess um and paris Hilton, heiress yeah actress bombie font woman on the town <laughs> did paris hilton do much acting aside she did from this, this movie she did she was in the remake of House of Wax. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. She was also in... Shout out to my good friend Ben, who I watched that with. She was in The Bling Ring. She was in Cat in the, the Hat. The Bling Ring as herself. She was in Cat in the Hat. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, okay, so back to Bombs Up. I was given the role of telling the plot. Oh, well, um, well yeah, I so... mainly just wanted to know how you felt about it. Oh, okay. Um, uh... It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I, can um, I read the Amazon Prime uh, synopsis of it real quick? Please. Please. Paris Hilton please. stars in Bottoms Up, the outrageous comedy that serves up young Hollywood straight, no chaser. <laughs> hoping, hoping to oh, score enough God. money to save his old man's steakhouse, hotshot bartender Owen flees the Midwest to follow his Hollywood dreams by crashing the celebrity. Don't. But, but when he hooks up with pampered starlet <laughs> Lisa, Owen unexpectedly falls head over heels. So a lot of that stuff is just not even accurate. Uh, but also, yeah. they're, they're really yeah. trying to hit the uh, the whole bartending thing. Because Jason Mewes plays a bartender. <laughs> but the fact that he's a bartender is barely significant in the movie at all. It would have been better if they just ignored that plot line and made something more generic and meaningless for it, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he's not good at the bartending tricks that they have him do. Yeah. Um, and other than that, it, like, doesn't come up. The plot, the plot is such nonsense. He goes out to L.A. to try to make money in a bartending competition, and he loses. And then he stays out there trying to figure out some other way to make the money before he goes back. And... Then it just mm-hmm. gets more nonsensical from there. Yeah, because he lied to everybody and said that he won the mm-hmm. contest. Yeah. Right? yeah. But then, like, they're like, oh, well, then come back. And he's like, no. And he just kind of ignores him. See, it's like, what? That makes you look so worse. First, so he's <laughs> out there your... with his gay uncle, who, uh, yeah. for some reason, ha- uh, has to thinks he needs to hide the fact that he's gay from his nephew, Jason mm-hmm. Muse, even though Jason Muse obviously knows. And he's constantly mm-hmm. giving off clear signs that he's gay by like accidentally wearing a shirt that says "I heart cock," or or forgetting mm-hmm. to not have gay just porn cool on shirt. his living room TV, uh, like yeah. just classic gay stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just like acting like what a stereotypical yeah. 
2000s comedy gay yeah. man would act this like. is like, like beyond that. this is beyond the stereotypes of any of like 2000s yeah this is way more homophobic yeah. this is than like, even a kevin smith movie it's like beyond like yeah. kevin smith's I, yeah. level of weird homophobia this is like weird like 1960s like coded like oh couple guys named bruce gonna go down to palm springs or whatever type shit yeah it's it's weird it seems like um it seems like the person that wrote it is like just thinking in terms of a past decade not just because the material is so homophobic and lame but also just like this dude lives in la it's fucking 2006 why is he like does he like sort of hiding the fact that he's gay but not really hiding he's just lying about it and he's obviously lying like what's the joke here mm-hmm. why would that even happen yeah what's the point and also it's like i he he doesn't want his nephew to know he's gay but he already knows <laughs> but he's just like yeah you can just like yeah yeah and he already knows and it's like it's not like he's i don't know it's not like jason muse isn't like being like yeah no i know he's like very clearly is like he i don't know this movie yeah, yeah exactly he's like he's not even being homophobic to his uncle he's just like he's gay it's, yeah. it's just the movie and that's homophobic the not the character doesn't yeah. care the movie se- itself seems to have a problem <laughs> can i just it? say that like for, for just even though this movie is like awful jason muse does give like a solid like lead performance and i wish he could have gotten a better movie I know we all like to be very nice I, to Jason Mewes, but I can't honestly say that he's like any good in this <laughs> movie at all. I I don't think he's any worse than like a, what the normal like shitty 2000s True. comedy yeah. movie lead is. But it sucks to see him not being able to be, you know, Jason. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Fuck. What's his last Mewes. name? How am I blanking? We just said it like three times <laughs> yeah, a second ago. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sucks that he's not allowed at any part of this movie to like be True. the Jason Muse that is funny and mm-hmm. has the, the role. Yeah, the role like is that. not so suited like, to him at all. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be kind of no. like a, a self-effacing sort of every every dude, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you could easily like write this movie in a slightly different way mm-hmm. that lets him do that. But they clearly, this clearly like had no thought put into it. One thing about this movie is it is very obviously like cobbled together mm-hmm. from the cutting room floor. Like every, nothing is really cohesive. There are scenes that looks like it's, it's like they missed a massive take in the middle mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh, we'll just cut Almost no like forethought that. was put into the production yeah. of this movie. It's, it it's yeah. dog shit yeah just weird animation that is clearly like not even oh a creative God. choice but just like oh we can't afford to do this so we're doing animation now yeah it's done it's like it's like a really shitty flash animation mm-hmm. and it just looks awful the shit that i remember like uh you know uh people i knew online who were like 12 doing flash animation back in the day like looked better than this shit like that's in an actual movie this is uh what happens when someone sets out to make a movie and their main inspiration is kevin smith yeah like this is a guy who clearly admires kevin smith and wants to make something like a kevin smith movie Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just like it's like a sort of kevin smith like 
thing that's like watered down to an even shittier level, mm-hmm. like to the fact that it doesn't even function yeah. as like believable. It's not even credible as a movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like it doesn't it manage to be serviceable in the basic like can't even can barely even pretend to be a movie yeah the difference between this and and like a a vsq movie is that for for as shitty as vsq movies are at least those have like a semblance of like a plot or a structure to them and this doesn't yeah and i i think that I'll give this movie some credit for being like generic enough to sort of just wash over me in a way that a lot mm-hmm. of the Kevin Smith movies aren't. It's it's less offensive to like me just because it's easier to That's ignore. True. I almost. It's, I it's, it's, it's not sense, as actively it's upsetting still a dog as a Kevin Smith movie, mm-hmm. it, but yeah. it's just like it's just so not trying to do anything. <laughs> it's so like barely even wants to be a movie it's like why did someone even make this like it doesn't seem like you even want to be making a movie you're like it's not fucking trying to be anything it's just so nothing yeah (laughs) and why is fucking paris hilton in this movie it's bizarre yeah i think she's actually like a pretty fun actress to watch just because she's not no trying. no not she is oh in that sense yeah. sure and i think that's like very interesting to see somebody be starring in a movie and just be like yeah whatever i'm not really gonna try at yeah. all yeah <laughs> it, it it makes no sense it's like uh, watching this i'm thinking like does she have any interest in being an actor like it does she want to act in movies because it's like she's <laughs> d- so not trying not even acting she's mm-hmm. just kind of saying the lines and she just yeah. sounds like paris hilton you know low energy paris hilton and like playing a part that's like nothing like her sort of normal persona you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) like and like not even trying to pretend to be different who roped her into being in this movie that she clearly doesn't give a shit about yeah i don't even i think she's just bored probably she Mm -hmm. it reminds me of like oh she seems super bored yeah but it reminds me of like when you're a kid and you're forced to be in your second grade play and you really don't want to be it like that is the caliber of performance we're getting here Mm -hmm. and it's really amazing to see on you know the big screen (laughs) Did did you guys see how on the like uh cover or poster whatever like she looks like regular Paris Hilton? She has her blonde hair yeah. and is like glammed up mm-hmm. in a shiny dress. But in the movie, they try to disguise Paris Hilton as just kind of like a a normal uh, uh <laughs> girl next door with she's got dark hair and she wears just like this like kind of shitty cloth. Uh, skirts mm-hmm. like the wig <laughs> and it, it's it's really weird because from the the cover i'm expecting her to be like basically playing herself yeah. being paris hilton mm-hmm. but it's like no that in the actual movie they try to make her seem normal and it's like she doesn't even try to to c- convince us that she's an, a, nor- a normal woman mm-hmm. yeah i i think that like the, I, I don't know how to describe this. It's like the wig they got for her is on top of another wig. It makes her head look massive. I don't understand yeah, yeah. how you can fuck up a wig that bad. Mm-hmm. 
almost nothing that happens in the movie, particularly with her character, makes any fucking sense. Yeah. Uh, she there's no semblance of like a real human being in this character. Mm-hmm. What what's very funny is that she is also in the movie, she is playing a wealthy heiress, mm-hmm. but yeah. she's not. But instead of being like a, you know, a, a vapid Herself. party girl, yeah. she's like this kind of kind hearted girl next door who feeds the homeless and stuff. Yeah. And it's very funny to cast Paris Hilton as like it's like a, a, a version of her that's like a good person is like the idea behind the character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a humble version of Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's uh, interesting. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's such a weird characterization because like like it makes we've said this a lot but it makes no sense like the fact that she's like oh i was raised in like idaho or something by her right by her playboy centerfold model mom her parents are divorced and live in different states Mm -hmm. and for some yeah for some reason her former playboy model mom moved to idaho (laughs) (laughs) that was the most insane little like plot detail you could have put in there that it made no sense it wasn't a joke even Mm -hmm. like why why would you do who why i don't get it and it's like and 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 she just kind of explains like well i moved out here and it's just and i don't like it and i'm like a pawn for the production company and it's just like why did you move out here in the first place you don't sound like you like it at all yeah yeah and and she is uh supposedly dating this guy who's a famous actor who like she doesn't interact with him basically at all the whole movie like Mm -hmm. supposedly their boyfriend and girlfriend (laughs) they don't seem to have the fact that they're dating is never an obstacle for jason muse to hook up with her and neither of them care and he never cares the boy the boyfriend who he jason muse becomes friends with is like fine with it and it's never a problem Mm -hmm. and it's like why didn't you just make her single like why did (laughs) it's it's such a non-plot it's Mm -hmm. like having like plot details that don't add up to anything it's just nonsense Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and god so much of this is nonsense like remember the scene in the party where he's talking to the girl from ohio and what the fuck was that yeah what was oh my god it's, so yeah, it seemed like they were setting her up to be like a his love interest for a second, mm-hmm. but it was just so like, oh, it's so gross. I don't even like, <laughs> I don't even like explaining some of this stuff because it's pretty gross and sexist. Yeah, it becomes of that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So there's this guy Jimmy DeSnappio who's a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like the center pin, the centerpiece of this movie is fuck. What is that guy's name? Um, the hot guy. Because I think we need to explain him before any of the rest of this makes any sense. <laughs> what is his name? Uh, Hayden Field was his name. Yes. So there's this uh, in the movie. There's this character Hayden Fields who's like the hottest man alive. He's like a sexy young Hollywood guy. The Zac Everybody Efron type or something. Him. 
Exactly. Despite yeah, yeah. having like no no personality or charisma whatsoever. Yeah, he doesn't just do being interviews. Like a flat. Mm-hmm. D- doesn't do interviews. Doesn't do like press appearances. None of that. Just you know, mir- mysterious hot guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the type. Mm-hmm. And so he's got all these Hollywood friends, and he's the one who's dating Paris Hilton in the beginning of the movie. Pretty much the mm-hmm. whole movie, I guess. Wait, yeah, so. Uh, but uh, there's oh god so the the reason that like he gets entangled with all these people is that he at first gets a job working with his gay uncle on the crew of some shitty entertainment news mm-hmm. show and uh he fucks up something oh no it's he almost it, so fucking Paris Hilton uh is like working on the set of something and overhears some fake friends like saying mean things about her mm-hmm. and that makes her decide to get into one of those uh back studio backlot like golf cart things and just go for a crazy joyride around the the whole it's like why is she doing that i'm so confused at this part why is that happening yeah that, I, that made no sense and so then she almost actually runs Jason Mewes over with the cart and causes an accident. And then she blames it on him and gets him and his gay uncle fired. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so then they decide to blackmail her by threatening to reveal the fact that she once had sex with a Mexican man. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that this what is it was? Im- I was so confused yeah. about that. Either I, it was Christ. either her ex boyfriend. Well, I think he, she might have actually dated the Mexican man. Uh, e- either way, the fact that she either dated or just hooked up with this Mexican man who was a valet, such a dark, right? A, 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 yeah, yeah, a, a Mexican valet named Jesus de Jesus mm-hmm. uh, is his name. So funny. Um, and that's such a dark secret that they can black instead of blackmailing her to get their jobs back or better yet just get money out of her Mm -hmm. because she's rich and the whole point in the first place is that he needs money so why not just demand money from her he they have a more convoluted plan to get him to be friends with her famous boyfriend so he can get close to him and trick him into doing a revealing interview which they could sell for lots of money because mm-hmm. he never does interviews. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a fucking load of convoluted garbage. Why None of that this makes movie a so lick of complicated. Sense. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's so stupid and but so hard to follow at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's re- <laughs> It's so like dim-witted, but it's also like, wait, what the fuck is happening? I'm confused. <laughs> It'd be like being like <laughs> Well, now I'm going to get this pizza shop so one day I can become a carpenter. Right. So so the way that he blackmails her, she it, she instantly caves to like the, 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 when it's like, oh, I'm going to reveal to the world that you dated a poor Mexican, <laughs> like a poor Mexican in yeah, Los Angeles, and then, which and is then, a lot of the population so, of Los Angeles. And she's supposed to be like a kind-hearted person who feeds the homeless, but apparently would be too humiliated for people to know that she... So she instantly gives in, and it's like, okay, what do you want? And he's like, I just want to be popular and cool, so you have to introduce me to your famous boyfriend and his friends so I can be friends with them and become popular. And she's like, okay, sure, that makes sense. 
Like, I'll do that. <laughs> like, and she's just so happily going along with this guy uh, who's blackmailing her in the really weirdest way. <laughs> and then also, uh, despite the fact that he's blackmailing her, it doesn't, like, make her hate him yeah. or think he's, like, a disgusting person. Like, uh, they... Oh, my God. Yeah. What? It, it really does make <laughs> no, no sense. But so, but so this is how we're introduced to all the friends, mm -hmm. all the asshole friends of the famous actor, Hayden Fields. Uh, but like, he's supposed to be like a super nice, chill, down to earth guy. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, he's friends with all of these guys who like suck. He has like this whole shitty entourage. Why does he even hang out with those guys? Mm -hmm. Like, he's not an asshole like them. <laughs> and and like, oh, that no, that actually oh. makes... I've I've met people like that from LA. Like I that makes sense I think when you're rich and all your friends are rich so they're all assholes mm -hmm. and you somehow manage to not come out as an asshole. That actually strikes me as pretty true knowing like one of my old friends, so. No, but he's the one he's the one who's famous and rich and can have whatever he wants and these guys are basically just like his entourage. Like he doesn't fucking need, like, I don't know. It's, it doesn't make sense to me because they're all such pieces of shit. I don't know. Yeah. None of them are anything like uh, any semblance of a real person anyway. So, you know, it's all a moot point, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I just realized we forgot to mention that, like, the whole purpose he even went to LA is to, like, save his dad's ste steakhouse. Right, yeah, steakhouse in Minnesota. It's his fault that his dad's steakhouse is out of money because he sp wasted a bunch of his dad's money on stupid shit that made no sense. Mm -hmm. Like to get like a red carpet and spotlights and like like to create the look of like a fancy Hollywood club yeah. at this steakhouse in Minnesota. Why would? <laughs> and to have like bouncers and a velvet rope and be like no sorry you can't get into the steakhouse mm -hmm. like what that doesn't make any fucking sense jesus this movie is there's so much plot and there doesn't need to be for a movie like this like there's so much going on and all of it sucks and it's it, none of it serves like to make it funnier at all ever like i don't it stops even being really a comedy, like even attempting to make jokes. Basically, 30 minutes in, anytime the gay uncle is not on screen. They just mm -hmm. kind of stop trying to make any jokes at all. No, they were trying. Uh, they, they, might, <laughs> they fail so much at being jokes that they might have just passed right by you, but they're really. Yeah. <laughs> there's stuff that's really supposed to be fun. Yeah, like. So the two. Really, like, racist shit. There's really oh yeah okay so Paris Hilton says the n word yeah with yes. a hard r yeah but this she's is telling, so insane oh, she says the n word with a hard r and the reason she does that is to tell a white guy who's is hanging no, out no. with a black guy yes no incorrect she's telling the black guy not to say yeah it. no she's telling the white guy not to no say it. she's telling sure? the black guy not to yes yeah okay so it makes no so the the. So the the two of uh, the movie star's shitty friends are a white guy and a black guy who both say the N-word to each other in, you know, the soft A, the friendly form of it. And it's like, obviously, it's supposed to be funny that this white guy's saying the N-word, but clearly he has a pass. 
from his black friend because they're both saying it together all the time. So, you know, that's <laughs> hilarious. But then it, it and then so you hear them say it a whole bunch. It gets funnier every time uh, the white guy <laughs> says it. But then when because in that scene in the party, it the the it was the the black guy that just spoke and said really? the N word about someone. Yeah. That I remember it very clearly. And and Paris Hilton uh, just looks at him and says, you know, you really shouldn't say bleep. It makes you sound ignorant. Yeah, it was <laughs> to a black man. Mm-hmm. And she <laughs> says it with the hard R, whereas not like the no one else previously had said that. <laughs> and Ugh. she's telling this black man that it makes him sound ignorant. Mm. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who? Why? Who wrote this shit? This is insane. Yeah, this is like just a genuinely like just that scene in general. Just like, who thinks this is funny? Who thinks this is? Yeah. And then, like, especially the end. It's like, what is this for? What is like? And that that's an example of something that probably is supposed to be a joke to make you laugh, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But it's like with Paris Hilton's just completely bored delivery with no like kind of comic timing. It doesn't make sense as a joke in the first place. And also Paris Hilton isn't delivering it like there's any joke there. Mm-hmm. She's just just sort of monotonely uttering uh, the line with the hard R N word, and it's just like, what? Yeah. Why the fuck would she say that? What's going on? <laughs> God. And also, the crux of her character is that she's supposed to be such a good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the like humanitarian <laughs> and whatever. Yeah, but she has to run this soup kitchen in secret with her dad's money because uh, he she doesn't want him to know that she's spending. Uh, his his money on a on a soup kitchen, uh, it, which like he just gives her money to like go shopping or something, and she uses it to run soup. And but why would that be? That's the kind of thing that people like when like rich people do. Like yeah. mm-hmm. and like you can write it off on taxes and it'll make you look good. Like why would her dad be so opposed to that? That's like a fine thing. For a rich person to do, there's just there's no humanity. There's nothing. These pe- these characters don't do anything that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Oh yeah. So Jimmy DeSnappio is the biggest. At- <laughs> I, I, we got through a lot of stuff because I really wanted to explain the Jimmy DeSnappio thing. <laughs> He's Jimmy like the DeSnappio. biggest asshole friend of Hayden Fields and uh, Owen. Jason Mewes' character is Owen, like, immediately dislikes him. And uh, the girl he talks to at the party who's from Ohio, who seems perfectly nice, he, like, just shows up. And it's like this girl doesn't even have a choice about having sex with Jimmy DeSnappio. Like, because he's, because he's friends with the movie star and introduced her to him, like... They just get to have sex, even though she's like clearly disinterested in him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's really fucking weird. Yeah. Like, what is what is happening? Yeah, what is the? <laughs> it, it's like despicable, and it's also like, what is again? What is the purpose of this? What does what is this trying to say? What is is this a joke? Is this serious? What is this 
what does this mean in the movie? Yeah, I mean, because Jimmy DiCaprio is supposed to be disgusting and a pig. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to not like him and think it's bad that he's like uh, exchanging access uh, to this girl in, in exchange for getting to have sex with her and filming it and then showing everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but why would that even happen? Yeah. What she. If she ha- doesn't seem to have any interest in in all of that, but it's like she just goes along with it, like she's obligated to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I, I he, Jimmy or uh, Hey, what is that guy's name? Jesus Christ, Hayden. Hayden Fields. Hayden Fields. Yeah, Hayden Fields is at that Field. party. Presumably, she could just walk around and find him. Yeah, be like, hey, I'm. Yeah, Scott from there's Ohio. like ten people there. It's this not is a like big some, party. It's, yeah, that's the other thing. It's supposed to be like this Hollywood party and it's like just this small shitty like house party like you would have in college <laughs> or something. There's like no the, the, I mean obviously they don't have the budget to have like lots of extras or a bigger house or yeah, l- l- like fucking this guy Hayden Field doesn't even have like a big house. It, he's supposed to <laughs> supposed to be like the biggest celebrity on the uh, or something and and he's just having this shitty party with like 10 people and this girl from ohio like gets to meet him in exchange for fucking jimmy DeSnapio. but you're right she could just go talk to mm-hmm. him he's right there yeah, not that hard <laughs> yeah it, that's how it, um uh jason muse basically meets him they didn't give a single thought to any of oh no well jason muse needed uh fucking his girl needed to blackmail the guy's girlfriend to introduce him she's just like oh yeah here's this guy (laughs) they're just like at you know a diner and then he just like walks over to the house all the time is like hey what's up you know Mm -hmm. it's not hard it's like no it's like this guy's under security He becomes friends with the guy just by like saying really stupid lame jokes and they're just like, just yeah, that's awesome. Just not being a Hollywood right, psycho. But that, again, that makes sense to me. Just like, if you've only been surrounded by like absolute psychos, having a normal friend is, I feel like, you know, that works. But he doesn't, the way that he endears himself to them seems like to be like by acting like kind of a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of says like, makes some like asshole, like bro style comments. And that's what makes them like him Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know yeah they were sort of like oh yeah we don't we're not gonna fuck with you minnesota guy or whatever like you're tough yeah oh yeah yeah he's like don't fuck with minnesota and they were like yeah all right like they all agree that it's like cool that he's from minnesota (laughs) 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 i'm imagining them now being like them like enthusiastically like watching mystery science theater being like whoa those guys are from fucking minnesota let's watch this (laughs) yeah Amazing. Yeah, it, it, just him saying like "Don't fuck with Minnesota" is like just cool to them. They're like, "Wow, that's this guy's cool." <laughs> <laughs> Does uh, uh, listeners let us know in the comments if you're following any of this shit we're talking about, yeah, or if it I, makes any sense to you at all? <laughs> this movie is like, it's like almost like just like. It's nonsense. It's like Dadaist. It's just like this like text of like sorta Hollywood satire, sorta not. And it's just like I don't think there's any meaning to be taken from this. It's like yeah. almost absurdist. 
it's just oh my god so the 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 sort of uh, romance between him and uh Lisa played by Paris Hilton starts when he goes and finds her at her soup kitchen and like because be, so he's be, he's befriended uh, uh Hayden now and they're hanging out mm-hmm. and Hayden and he's like uh oh, so where's Lisa your girlfriend and he's like oh you should oh she's at this secret place you should go talk to her and hang out with her like what he's like <laughs> t- telling this guy that like why does he never hang out with his own girlfriend for one thing and why is he telling this new guy he just became friends with that he should go hang out with his gr- I'm fucking up I'm using re- saying he too much this sentence is confusing why why is the boyfriend telling the friend to go hang out with his girlfriend and not on it without him the boyfriend come i don't well they're cousins. what is that yeah, like he believes that they're cousins oh i forgot he's pretending to be your cousin yeah <laughs> that's part of the blackmail scheme mm-hmm. okay another kind of that makes added to the makes structure. a little bit of sense mm-hmm. they still really don't commit to the idea that these no. two are a couple at all mm-hmm. it's just sort of like <laughs> i don't know mm-hmm. but but so then he sh- he shows up at uh the soup kitchen just like to see her like and she's not like oh you're the creep who racistly blackmailed me fuck off she's like uh she's like like giggling and like falling for him mm-hmm. even though he's just saying the fucking stupidest shit that makes no sense and she like seems to find it charming and it's like as if this isn't a guy who's blackmailing her mm-hmm. and is also like a weird idiot who like <laughs> yeah I, oh my god i just don't and wh- like what's happening and, and she, what is this yeah and she, and she's like let's go to our secret spot and or and shows like this rooftop that has like plants or something if i remember correctly and yeah and (laughs) almost like high school musical (laughs) and the second or third thing he says to her is something about her being hot Mm -hmm. and she like laughs like as if like that was like a cool thing to say like she's being charmed by it like Mm -hmm. fuck he's basically like uh you're fucking hot (laughs) and she's like (laughs) (laughs) like i kind of i want to have sex with you and she's like that's so cute oh that's so funny it's so quirky (laughs) you're from minnesota tell me more god it's so bad i'm trying to remember what else happened and i'm really trying to blank what else happened in that scene in the movie movie? like it's really starting oh i could i could (laughs) explain the rest of it but do we is it even I think we've I explained think, enough yeah. of the plot. Yeah, I think I think like we've explained. Uh, just yeah. Oh, all I'll say is that it gets worse and more homophobic mm-hmm. and weirder and makes less. sense. Yeah, just that- increasingly <laughs> gets more like convoluted as time goes on. It, yeah, and it just makes less and less sense, and the jokes get worse and and more. There's more like gay panic and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's a running gag where like uh, this was like one of their attempted jokes was like uh, the uncle kept on saying like, "Hey, your friend's trying to call you," and the friend is Kevin Smith, uh-huh. and um, right, and then finally they call and they're like where you been man i've been trying to get you for like the past like six days and it's and it's like is that funny oh i didn't even pick up on the fact that that was like a runner i didn't even (laughs) notice that (laughs) yeah yeah it just kept on happening like the, the uncle just at the end of his lines he'd just be like hey your friend rusty called again you should call him Right, Rusty. He's and there are actually two Rusties. Yeah. Kevin Smith plays Rusty, and then his other friend is also named Rusty, which is a very funny joke, I guess. <laughs> so Ugh. funny. Oh, Kevin Smith, uh, his character, uh, he farts. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah. a, that's kind of like his main thing is that he'll just like fart, you mm-hmm. know. So that's always that's always funny when that happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Jackie Charles is in the movie. Phil Morris. Oh yeah, Phil Morris. We, I really dislike seeing good actors that I like being put in this kind of situation. Yeah, it's like upsetting. I mean, you know, good for him for getting the work or whatever. I assume he was probably play, paid like uh you know guild minimum. Yeah, like for this because mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly they had no money to make this movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like I want to talk more about the uncle character uncle earl yeah. the one who's the main joke about him is that he's gay and kind of the only hide joke and yeah so they make him they make him like such a gay like doofus you know mm-hmm. like this this classic uh throwback idea that like a gay man is just um completely frivolous and flighty and silly mm-hmm. right excuse me but then also in at some points they try to like give his character like a lot of dignity in a way mm-hmm. where like he's so impatient with the like fake Hollywood shit. Like when they're like at like a party together with the Hollywood guys, uh, he keeps making like li- clever little asides to Jason Mewes about how uh, fake it is and how those people suck. And it's like, I don't know. That's weird. Like, why is this? This this is like a silly brainless gay man who apparently moved to L.A. to like be a part of show business, but then he's also becomes like the the like moral center of the movie and mm-hmm. yeah. scenes like judging Hollywood culture. It's very they're just very confused about what they're doing with him as a character, or basically anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like yeah exactly like he's. So, so like at at the same time his character is simultaneously like both like yeah just like a goofy like Paul Lind Charles Nelson Riley type gay man <laughs> stereotype and partially yeah like this moralist center and then also partially like the one who is most greedy about the money and stuff and the blackmail yeah well, yeah, because his like sort of uh, career aspiration is being like a celebrity muckraker, mm-hmm. just like trafficking and embarrassing uh, news about uh, famous people, mm-hmm. basically a glorified paparazzo. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, 
he's like so above it all when he's like, oh, these young Hollywood bros, they're so immature, mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, who the fuck are you, dude? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're, the reason you're here is that you and your nephew are trying to trick this guy into thinking that he's, that they're friends so that you can get like a scoop to, to make money off him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> God, it's this is this was such a bad movie. Um, uh, uh, can we talk about Walter Matthau again? Even though he's not involved in this movie at all. Uh, yeah. What else? What else you want to say about Walter Matthau? Uh, I just want to say he's a very talented actor, and yeah, R.I.P. to a legend. Um. Uh, he he's he's very good in in that movie charade mm -hmm. we were talking about yeah um he plays a character who you probably wouldn't know it for a villain but as the movie goes mm -hmm. on he becomes quite villainous and uh mm -hmm. it's very very interesting <laughs> he plays it in a in a compelling way mm -hmm. he was also great in uh the elaine may movie a new leaf mm, haven't seen it it it's really good. He plays like this. He plays almost like a version of like one of the characters in here. He plays this this rich playboy who's run out of money, and so he like is trying to find like a a rich wife, and and is and and actually I don't want to spoil it because uh, it is like a really solid movie that I think you'd like. Honestly, like. <laughs> If if at some point in the future you want to talk about that instead, yeah, totally. Whatever, that sounds great. About it, I yeah, I, uh, I I would be happy to do an episode about uh, that Walter Matthau movie and not talk about any garbage like this. Hell yes. Uh, hell yes. The uh, so I uh, this is interesting. So the director and co-writer of this movie is named Eric MacArthur who's an actor who was on, I guess his claim to fame sort of was being on the old uh, Nickelodeon show, Salute Your Shorts. I don't know if either of you know that show, probably before your time. I do not know. Uh, yeah, not it was it was like a show about uh, camp, like teenagers at a, at a fucking uh, sleepaway camp. But anyway, so he was on a Nickelodeon show and then some other TV shows. And then he was sort of like uh a pretty like got pretty regular work as an actor he was in uh pleasantville and we were soldiers and a couple other movies before directing this movie going off to direct this movie and he never fucking worked ever again like <laughs> he was i mean he was like getting work as as an actor you know here and there like mm -hmm. small roles in movies and stuff and then at some point that just stopped and then he directed this movie and that was it. What happened? Like, I, how do these things happen? <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> why, I don't know. It's what, like... what is wrong with his brain that he needed to make this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, it just seems like something that should have died at a bunch of different points and just by like sheer luck or unluck, I guess, made it through to like being a somewhat finished product. So I don't know. It feels like one of those movies that was made as like a Ponzi scheme. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like somehow he had the opportunity to make a movie with Paris Hilton and the whole thing was just some kind of scheme, like some, yeah, like some kind of producer's style scheme where they raise a bunch of uh, money just to funnel it away and not spend it on the movie because no Mm -hmm. one's ever going to see it or notice or care. (laughs) Except for us. The having Paris Hilton attached to it is, was probably solely the thing that enabled him to like raise money to fund the movie. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's just it. That's the scheme. <laughs> Maybe the reason he, uh, he never worked again after this is because he uh, uh, tricked a couple of rich people into giving money to his little uh, money laundering scheme. And then he got a uh, got a uh, he blacklisted for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just didn't need to work anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. What we're all saying is allegedly also if 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 this director ever listens to this it is not alleged we we are (laughs) simply speculating we're certainly not making any allegations uh, about this man uh simply just solely hypothetical speculation imagining it (laughs) imagination yeah we're using our imaginations to think of things that could have maybe happened but uh we're not saying that they did We're like Gene Wilder and Willy Wonka, just imagining. Yeah, there you yeah, go. just just like that. <laughs> yeah, everything about this is weird and sad and shitty. Oh. Really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. I don't want to think about this movie anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys have anything left to say about it? Not um, at all. I. <sighs> I didn't think it would be this difficult to talk about. It's like, it's really like, (laughs) yeah, it's upsetting to think and talk about this movie. Um, I've watched it twice, actually, uh, because we were supposed to talk about it on an episode a while ago and ended up changing it to something else. And it's so incredibly forgettable that if I hadn't rewatched it, I couldn't have told you like a single fucking thing that happens in the movie. Like this was just a couple months ago. So I had to fucking rewatch it. Even now, that was like a couple days ago. Like after watching it, like I immediately start forgetting it. It's such a non movie. It just passes mm-hmm. right through you. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I watched a couple days too, ago too. And it's just like, what even was that? What even happened? What was? Hey, our our boy it, Jason also... got paid, uh, and he got yeah, to like make out. He got to make out with Paris Hilton a little bit. I bet like that was really cool for him. Like he probably thought that <laughs> yeah. was really awesome. So, um, you know, kudos to him, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this movie is almost like uh, a Christopher Nolan movie in that it's a puzzle box. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, I guess, oh, I guess so. God. I guess it's kind of like that. <laughs> it is more aesthetically pleasing than a Nolan movie, honestly. Hey, Tenet was good. Mm, <laughs> I have not seen Tenet. No. I don't really want to. No. Uh, I like... Uh... I like oh, the lead character. I cannot remember names anymore. Denzel Washington's son. Mm-hmm. He's a fun actor yeah. to watch. John. Yeah. Unfortu- unfortunately, he sucks in the movie. Uh, no. Totally totally wasted Probably on the movie. 
<laughs> no. As we know about Christopher Nolan, probably not his fault. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, he's he's given this totally blank non-character to play who not, and just says a bunch of stuff that makes no sense the whole movie and is just confused yeah. by everything. And uh, there's no there's no way to be to have a good performance in this movie it's too uh whatever i don't want to i don't want to get into a fight about tenet here though <laughs> yeah let's not do that <laughs> yeah let's um, just let's just uh let's just agree about things that let's just focus on things we agree about like how the movie bombs up sucks <laughs> how who who did what <laughs> let's just uh, let's just uh come together and agree about m- movies we dislike like oh, okay. this one bombs up which sucks oh oh bottoms up yeah that's the name of the movie <laughs> <laughs> i i had to think about it for a second to remember what it was called actually i guess there's one other thing uh for the sake of there's one other thing that I guess I just want to mention is that it turns out that so their plan seems to be successful and he manages to get a big secret out of Hayden Field, which is that um, he managed to become an actor by doing a jerk off video for some guy like that's mm-hmm. his yeah. backstory. And like somehow it's never been seen, even though this is. Like, he did this video, this jerk-off porno video that was, like, commercially sold, and then he becomes a famous actor because of that, but somehow this is something no one knows about. Like, Mm -hmm. and fucking Owen's uncle, Uncle Earl, even has a copy of this fucking video on tape and never noticed that it was him, this actor that he's, like, also personally obsessed with. So that's weird. Yeah. But then it really also makes no sense. Th- this it, but then also this guy Hayden Field who uh the whole movie were shown that like um he's uh you know very like chill and down to earth and just a nice decent guy. He says the 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 F slur about his agent who is also apparently gay. Oh yeah, cuz another running gag is that his agent um like in order to like get work, you have to like suck his dick or like have mm-hmm. gay sex with him. And in Hayden's case, he uh, made a jerk classic. off video yep. for him. And 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 Hayden calls him the f word. Like that's mm-hmm. fucked up. Like yeah. <laughs> he's supposed to be a, a nice guy. <laughs> I don't know. That that was really weird. Like that came out of nowhere to me. I was like, whoa, Hayden, what happened, man? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. like just so much, so much like just utter like ugliness is in this movie. Like just so much like, yeah, just yeah. hatred for like and everyone and everyone. It's like it's almost like I thought about this because of the animations in it, but it, it feels like this is like the movie that everyone thinks Frey got fingered is yeah yes yes <laughs> this uh this guy i mean this guy eric MacArthur, whatever his reasons are for making this movie he uh, it just seems like he must be a real shitty guy like 
Mm-hmm. He's got so much uh, uh, ugliness in his in his heart. In, in, like, it's just, mm-hmm. why? Like why? Why is he like this? Why? I mean, first of all, his sense of humor is completely fucking off the mark. Just nonsense. It's garbage. Mm-hmm. But then his va- his values in life are all distorted that he would like mm-hmm. make this movie and it's supposed <laughs> to be funny or something it's like he's he's has a sickness in his soul mm-hmm. he like needs help mm-hmm. yeah hopefully he got it you know it's been mm-hmm. a while since then yeah Ugh. all right mm-hmm. um oh also uh they did a bunch of uh product placement for goldenpalace.com the gambling website that uh, used to put, yeah. have tattoo its name weird. on on boxers' backs and stuff. Uh, that might have been Oof. like responsible for like the entire budget of the movie. Just whatever mm-hmm. goldenpalace.com uh, paid them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, <laughs> this is really just like th- there's movies that are like worse on like technical levels or worse on like other levels but this is like i'd call this like a just a half star movie based on just like just every cylinder it just fails every possible thing it fails yeah yeah not a redeeming quality here at all a real stinky turd but you know, uh, also very uh, uh, romantic and, uh, you know, put put me in the mood for love and romance during this wonderful uh, Valerine Tines uh, season. Yes. Yeah. Happy Valerine Tines Day, everybody. Happy Valerine yeah. Happy, happy uh, Kev, Kev Brewery. See, Kev we're back Brewery. to talking okay. about Kevin Smith stuff. No more, no more Benuary. Now it's Kev Brewery. No more fun, no more good good things. No, just we're bad. bad. This is this is the shit you pain. people like, right? This is the stuff you want to hear <laughs> us mm-hmm. attempting to describe these terrible fucking movies. Mm-hmm. We're, we're back. We're back in a big way. If you Patreon listeners, uh stay tuned for part 2 of of our two-part Valentine's Day special exclusively on Patreon. You'll hear, get to hear about some even more awful Kevin Smith stuff. <laughs> that, uh, even that more I, awful romance Kevin Smith yeah, stuff. Yeah, more, 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 season. more very fucked up, uh, shitty, romantic Ke- <laughs> Kevin Smith Valentine style content that I did <laughs> not enjoy. <laughs> Sign up now at patreon.com slash WNTTAK. If you would like to experience more more bad stuff with us and our and our special uh, guest Valerie, Valerie, do you have um, something to plug? <laughs> yeah, I have things to plug. Uh, I I have two things to plug actually. Uh, first, I I mentioned it last time I was on, but I uh, I I I recently finished going through the career of of writer director robert zemeckis mm-hmm. and so i have a list nice. i have a ranked list of all of his movies on my letterbox page you gotta and... check out that list folks <laughs> <laughs> the exclusive list available now 
<laughs> stealing stealing Valerie on letterbox.com. Yes. Yes, uh, on letterbox.com. Stealing Valerie. Um yeah, my it's the list is literally called Z mode cuz that's why I <laughs> kept on calling it. <laughs> but yeah, so uh yeah check that out my multiple people have asked me questions about my rankings so that's fun so yeah if if you (laughs) if you have a question about my list pop over to stealing valerie my twitter and ask me a question about it um and also uh and this is uh we need to talk about kevin exclusive i've not announced this anywhere before i have a sketch show that i'm going to make uh, hey. coming in, in the near future it is called the Myrna Acula variety program and <laughs> and uh yeah currently in pre-production on that now gonna try to get like a test episode zero out by the time February's over so I might make a Twitter by the time this episode drops too so just Stay tuned for that, folks. All right, folks. Uh, it's been... We've talked about Kevin, sort of. Uh, bye. bye. Subscribe to the Patreon, buy a t-shirt. Bye. <laughs> yeah. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. V is very, very... Extraordinary E is even more than anyone that you adore can love is all that I can give to you. Love is more than just a game for two. Two in love can make it. Take my heart and please don't break it. Love was made for me and Love was made for me and you. Love was made.